0: what is going on you are listening to tags podcast aka talk about gay sex this is episode 214 i am your host steve v super excited on this election eve or when you hear this morning of election to be joined to help my nerves out a little bit jeremy ross lopez how you doing i'm good how are you I'm doing good. Doing good over here. Lincoln, how are you doing on this election
1: I'm, eve? I'm doing well. I just, Peter and I met one of my good friends who's a school teacher and just had a rapid test for COVID and the three of us did a little fitness class together. So that, oh, that, that felt really okay. good and it helped relax the nerves of, of the week. It's just going to be a week. So we're prepared to work out every day and take a breath.
0: Exactly. Well, you know, we just had Halloween pass us by and I was looking at all of I did absolutely nothing. I took a kettlebell class in Queens, which was the (laughs) biggie and it was a breast cancer awareness event, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh And I have a crush I have a crush on this one boy that Hopefully, now I'm going to see him every Saturday. Of course. So, yeah, something to look forward to. Yeah. Um, but besides that, and there was a couple, I saw more dogs in costume than people. But if you looked online, every celebrity, every LGBTQ celebrity, you would have thought Halloween was, no, there was no COVID and everything was in full effect. Do you guys agree with me? I mean, you guys were telling me offline Lady Gaga, or excuse me, Jennifer Lopez dressed up as Madonna?
1: Yeah, but I didn't see her out in public. She just did, like, a photo shoot
2: yeah, um, as like Madonna, the- right?
1: You're the j fan. I should not have gone yeah, first.
2: So it looked like it was an at-home party, but it was still cool that it, she paid that home homage. But uh, everyone's either looked like either a personal photo shoot or a home, like, at-home party. I mean, also people's extravagant home parties are a lot different than others so it like looked like j-lo was probably with her kids and a-rod but dressed as madonna so i i thought it was super fun and here's I a little tidbit of
0: like that. tidbit of trivia i'm not sure if you knew this uh i was gonna call you j-lo
2: <laughs> you go know by
0: that on our little thing that we do here uh, that did you know that A-Rod is a huge Madonna fan and that recently there was a, p- a little bit of gossip that came out that when J-Lo was a little like in play, annoyed with A-Rod, because she, when she looked at his music on his phone, she didn't really like his taste in music. or she, He had like a lot of rock on there and, she, and there was no J-Lo music on his. <laughs>
2: turns out his favorite pop star is Madonna. Did you know that? No, I didn't. But, I mean, she has so many good hits, so I'm not surprised.
0: And it would confirm because the time I saw two Madonna concerts ago, they were right front and center at the Madonna tour. And so, yeah. I mean, I know she loves her, too. but Also, I
2: I think when Jenny was a fly girl that Madonna was, like, really at – not at her, like, epitome or peak, but it was definitely when she created, like – became like one of the most famous people in the world at that time that j-lo was just like getting kind of on the map it was like right before she was in selena and right uh, right when she did that documentary that we went to see right the truth or dare yeah
0: yeah exactly that's
1: interesting that's fun facts
0: real quick i know you guys are really big on halloween and dressing up and probably were sad to not be able to dress up but what was your favorite halloween costume that you've both ever dressed up as in your i know jeremy you have some but let's start with you lincoln
1: Mm -hmm. um two years ago i went to the 15 year anniversary of uh wicked <clears throat> I went to a performance, and they had Adina uh, Menzel sang, and Kristen sang, and Ariana Grande, Adam Lambert. They all sang, and it was a TV special. And a friend of mine got us tickets, and they had the audience dress up. And they had a costume contest um, in between like the scenes of shooting the special for TV. Oh. And um, I went as a Tom of Finland alphabet that I called Alpha Bro. And I did a full uh, green harness with like a cape behind me of torn up fabric of green, black. And I had um, the drag queen performer, Mad, Mad Hatter. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. He's amazing. And there's pictures actually on my Instagram. I put them up this year. Just to kind of celebrate Halloween, um, yeah. And if anyone me. doesn't, know,
0: anyone hasn't looked at because we're an audio podcast. I'm sure people listening already know what you look like. But if for those of you who don't look what know what Lincoln looks like, he already looks like a Tom of Finland model anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this I could just see if you just dialed it up a couple notches. Wow.
1: Yeah, and it's crazy. And to complete the story, towards the end they called me up and. Um, they like did a little shtick with me as, you know, they were like, You're it was a little scary compared to a lot of the kids that were there dressed up for wicked. But right. um, they actually tried to make me sing Defy Gravity to Kristen and Adina, who were like eight feet in front of me.
2: You and, must I have was, been. and I was like and I it. yeah, I
1: freaked out. I have video of it, my friend that took me videotaped it, but it was it was hilarious. And it was it was one of my Halloween highlights ever. It was great
2: that's so I love that Jeremy
0: I have one in my mind that was my favorite of you when you were Edward Scissorhands but you tell me is that your favorite my
2: own favorite yeah that was like unbelievable and I couldn't even believe that I pulled it off and I just remember (sighs) the night that I went out as that I was like creeped out by myself when I saw my reflection because I really really embodied him in that movie Johnny Depp and I remember I went to when a clubs were a thing and I couldn't even chill and have a drink because every single person there asked me to take a picture with them that's awesome wow that's yeah yeah. I mean like okay this is enough like he doesn't (laughs) he can't take any more pictures because she wanted (laughs) and everyone was just like come over here come over here and I had That's the gloves great. on, and I wore your corset, I remember, under my oh, level. yes, yes, the infamous corset. You looked amazing,
0: Jeremy. It was it's, it was I, cool. stole, I don't even need to pull it up because I have it in my mind. Of oh, how. I
2: remember also the Eagle owners said if I had entered the contest, I would have definitely won. Oh, wow. And
0: that's a great contest to enter here in New York City. The Eagle infamous Halloween costume when they had it. Hopefully yeah. that'll come back because the prize is quite large. The cash prize. Yeah. a cash prize. Ooh, that's
1: like $1,500. Yeah. Or
0: $1,000. Yeah.
1: It's a big thing.
0: It's a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, maybe you'll have to revamp it next year. What's your
2: favorite of yours?
0: Oh, you know, like I said, I'm not really into Halloween as much, but the only one that comes to mind right now is a couple years ago, we did sort of a benefit. You and I, Jeremy, did it. And I had just gotten back from Africa. So I was inspired by the animals, of course. And it was a leopard with minimal clothing with a tail and yeah, I happened down to the contact. shoe. Yeah, down to the it, shoe, I had these shoes already. So it was a little bit of makeshift, but I think it worked and makeup that was really professionally done and blue contacts that you had to help get in my eyes cuz I'm I such know. a freak about my eyes. <laughs> and I loved that. I thought it was a lot of fun and I felt perfectly dressed for the occasion. <laughs> yes. Well, On this election eve, or when you're listening to this, it'll be the election day. We all, already all three of us voted. Yay. We should pat ourselves on the back for that. And let's just hope for the best on that. But earlier today, Lady Gaga was out with joe biden and i just wanted to get your take on this because lady gaga also did an ad where she tried to drum up some support with battleground state voters for the democratic nominee joe biden in a bizarre new endorsement video um it was mocked on twitter for trying to look she was trying to look like a redneck i don't know if you guys saw it She goes, hey, this is Lady Gaga. I'm voting for America, which means I'm voting for Joe Biden, said the camouflage clad pop star as she leaned against a pickup truck in a video um, and quote, and if you live in Minnesota, Pennsylvania, Georgetown, Michigan, Florida or Arizona, I encourage you to vote. The born and bred New Yorker then took one sip of her beer, tried to crush the can before tossing it on the ground, saying cheers to the 2020 election And the endorsement video was panned online by Twitter users who said the A-lister missed the mark with flyover state voters, meaning those states in the middle of the country, Lincoln, you and I know because we're San Francisco New Yorkers, Yep. and trying to get that vote drummed up. I saw the ad. I'm really happy she's out. I saw her earlier today. Not sure I really liked this ad. I thought it was she missed the mark. But what do you guys think,
2: Jeremy? I mean, I don't take it too seriously. I totally get the the adversity of it. And I mean, I think she does everything lighthearted. And I don't think that she means ill will in for any intention. But I also know that she's strong on her opinions. And I think everyone's entitled to the way that they want to represent themselves and their opinion. And she at least has a voice and stands up for what she believes and says it uh, without caring about what people think. And I think that that sets her apart from a lot of other performers and individuals and people that have the platform that she has. So, I mean, I think of it from that point of view. I hear you. And Lincoln, what
0: do you think? Because do you think that in trying to get the vote out for these states that we just flyover states that we just mentioned do you think by she missed the mark by mocking them as trying to what she thinks a redneck is
1: well maybe but i also think she did like kind of a a rainbow of voting stuff this entire month i mean last month leading up into today she reposted her old um monster ball silver outfit that she did To promote the vote when Monster Ball was going, she uh did that on her Instagram. She did like a fashion show little video. One of the mask that she sang on the MTV Music Awards with, and it said "Vote" on the mask, which I thought was cool. And she did a big white high sleeved shirt. That said, V O T E across the whole shirt, okay. and then she also did a denim thing where she was like throwing her hair, wearing head to toe denim. And then today with Joe Biden, she looked phenomenal. Stunning. Like,
0: yeah, I agree,
1: phenomenal. The black with the the what is that bow tie? Remember the the? I think that's actually a nod to Melania. What's it called? The the a, a bolo? No, she had like a big tie on her neck. It's called like a pussy Fashion tie expert or Jeremy. J- Jeremy, do you I know do what I I'm actually, talking about?
2: I, I do. It's like when the blouse has a closure at the top, it's like a big oversized... But it's, but
1: it's called like a pussy bow or something. Remember there was controversy when Melania wore it the night of the debates? Yeah. And it was like a, I don't know, whatever. But she looked at me. So, you know, I have to tell you, every day I am liking this girl more and more. So I, I, if she misses the mark, hits the mark, you know, Madonna did an entire album that dealt with our civil rights and our democracy last year and did not get any of the play ever since Madonna did American life. Right. Shut her down. And it's the reason she didn't have success after success because she went too far. Gaga seems to be able to do it. So I'm glad she's doing the best she can. I like it. Yeah, so, it missed the right mark on. for
0: me, but now in hearing that she has such a kaleidoscopic Ooh, presence in this in <laughs> this in this Very election, well okay, like. in this election timeframe, I think it's really important. I did see her earlier today, and I know she's going to perform. Uh, I think it's awesome, and yeah, why not? But yeah, yeah I mean, and you know, if you're doing that many things, you're bound to miss one out of, and people are will always pin you down on that one miss, even though you did 25 other things throughout the month. So thanks for educating me on that one because I didn't know all that. And I do like, you know, I'm all for her in everything else. So And
1: the thing I did just to put a button on it, the one thing I do like about Gaga is even if she misses the mark, she usually laughs at herself in the long run. Like she did this whole, did you see when they promoted rain on me? And Ariana Grande was out in the rain and Lady Gaga was out in the rain and they were trying to do like a weather report of the rain is coming. And at the end of it, she just kind of looked at the cameraman and she's like, are we done? This isn't, <laughs> can somebody help me here? At least that's the way I read it. So I, yeah. I you know, at least she doesn't take herself too, too seriously, seriously, which some other pop people do. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: I hear you. Let's move on. Our poll from the last time we talked, I wanted to read you some of the responses, <clears throat> you can always take our poll on our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex. And the questions that we asked last time when you two were with me were Do you think that, that came, the campaign Poderosos are effective to remind us that hooking up is not social distancing and are needed? At the time, we all agreed on that, and everybody's absolutely agreed on that. The other question we asked was Should sex clubs like in San Francisco Eros, be reopening now with a mask only policy that only allows jacking off with a dozen guys allowed or should it remain closed? Well, a small percentage said reopen, but while the majority of you all said stay closed. Lastly, we asked the question, do you think it was inappropriate for guys to have sex in a resort swimming pool? And we're talking about Puerto Vallarta on mm-hmm. their resort. And sorry, guys, they sided with me a little bit more and said yes, inappropriate, with a a small percentage of people that said no. Cody agreed with me, too. Nah. (laughs) Anyways, you can take this week's poll. It's all based on our topics this week that we're going to be talking about. I'll remind you again at the end of the show. Before we get into some major hot topics, I wanted to do some world gay news and uh, Taiwan, which is a place I've always wanted to go to because it's very gay friendly and I've always heard they do great celebrations Taiwan uh, staged its LGBT plus pride rally because they had 200 days of free of local coronavirus infections 200 wow we can't get by it with a day some 130,000 celebrated the island nation's vanguard role on same-sex marriage in Asia but this year's turnout was smaller rainbow-masked revelers paraded through Taiwan's capital Taipei Saturday, celebrating equality gains since it allowed same-sex marriage last year, despite objections from religious conservatives. Um, Really kind of cool, right? That they were able to do it because they probably practiced the guidelines, I would imagine. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, And then over in Nigeria... A court in Nigeria dismissed charges against 47 gay men who were charged with same-sex public displays of affection after the prosecution failed to show up at a court or present or present a single witness. So according to the Times the trial had had been a scene had been seen as a test of controversial wider law known as the Same-Sex Marriage Prohibition Act, signed by then-President Goodluck Jonathan in 2015. The trial had been repeatedly adjourned as prosecutors failed to present any witnesses. And police in Lagos made the widely publicized arrest during a raid in 2018 in the city's egbeta district, claiming the men were being initiated into a gay club. The men said they were just attending a birthday party at a hotel. The presiding judge, Justice Rowan Aikawa, dismissed the case due to a lack of diligent prosecution. And Nigeria has some of the most severe anti-LGBTQ laws in the world. But the Same-Sex Marriage Prohibition Act criminalized same-sex unions, sexual acts, public displays of affection, participation in LGBTQ plus organization, and other related activities. And I think that's a great thing. We take a lot of our freedoms like that for granted, and here they are fighting for simple things like that. So that was another one that I thought was worth
1: telling people about. That's great information, Steve. The only thing I'm going to say is given how much Trump is. Has- The courts and what's going on with the Supreme Court, it's not that far away from America.
0: Exactly. And that's why voting is so important. And, And you know, we think so much not to be on our soapbox too much, but we should be, particularly on this day, is voting is so important. And not just the the presidency, there's so many things that affect the courts. it's not just the Supreme Court, it's the courts, the lower courts that go across the country that can really have an effect on our LGBT or threaten our LGBTQ rights. And so you're right
1: for saying that. Especially in the states that the gay rights are not what they are in New York City or San Francisco. There are certain states in our country where you could still get in trouble, depending on what you're doing, being a gay person. So, and you know, we all know that. And to go one step further to your first story about Taiwan, that is really what we're trying to get to. As far as having, not a matter of having no cases throughout the country, but I was listening to uh, Governor Cuomo and he was talking about how New York City has so much testing going on that he can literally close down neighborhoods because we know that that's where the virus is having an outbreak. And if we, and what I think, President Biden will do, is do testing a lot more so that we can close down certain parts of a state. People are really afraid that he's just going to close down everything. For the rest, You know, that's what a lot of, I do know some people who vote for Trump, I do know a lot of Republicans, and they say that he's going to close our, Biden is going to close our economy, he's going to shut everything down again. That's not what he's going to do. If he goes at all with the Cuomo playbook, which I think he will, we will have massive testing that we all get tested at least once every week or every other week, and then if there is an outbreak, you know where you're at.
0: I applaud Cuomo, but don't get me started on the book that he wrote because I just think, really, you had to write a book on leadership.
1: Oh, come on, Steve! You know he's not writing it. His it doesn't matter. I just, think, his I
0: just think he's not sitting yourself, there with a
1: pen and piece of paper. Right, he's, but
0: I just you know. think putting out a book and patting yourself on the back in the middle of a pandemic, particularly where we're, we're on this new wave, is not the time to say, "Look and look at me right. and the rest of the, and how we how we did it." It's, you know what, he, that to me is his, him and his family's whole side where I, yes, I, they have great leadership, but they're all about me, 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 look at me, look at me. And it's like, calm down, calm down.
1: I'm sorry. But- we have had the look at me in chief for four years we have I mean, but that doesn't, mean it's, people, right. it doesn't would, mean it's right it doesn't mean it's right well i don't know who are we all looking at it's
0: not a good example though <laughs> to,
1: <laughs> that, do, if the bar's would, that low i would much rather have people that are doing it right show us how it's done i don't want to book in eight years when this is over
0: i'm not I mad at him just at, for that but Uh, Okay, lastly, though, I want to report on somebody who DM'd us. Taylor, we're calling him. He says, hi, just wanted to say hi and thank you for your amazing podcast. I live in the worst place to be an LGBTQIA plus person, but listening to your podcast makes me happy and hopeful for the possibility of bright, free future for myself. Steve, Jeremy, and Lincoln love you guys. So I asked him, hey, thank you so much, and I'm just curious, where are you at that life is this way? And he said uh he said oh my god you answered and he goes um i'm from iran and, I, and he says like jackie cox if you guys watch rupaul's drag race which i love jack jackie cox oh, and
2: i haven't seen that
0: <clears throat> yeah you got uh, jackie cox was amazing and anyways iran and so listener in iran thank you for that And but you're right, we don't, we want to continue to be the example here. And I agree with you, at least on that, Lincoln. (laughs) (laughs) Let's move on to some hot gay sex topics because we are not a political show, although forgive us because it is the eve and the day of the election when you're probably listening to this. This one, I I don't know, you guys. Let's go, let's go. So there appears to be an influx of controversial comments about COVID-19 coming from some of porn stars' most prominent stars lately. Quinn Query started this trend over the weekend when he shared his jarring opinion about the worldwide pandemic. He's quoted as saying, COVID-19 isn't deadly enough in my opinion, he wrote on Twitter. It's good to kill off the weak from a population to ensure the best survival for the group. If it kills me, it's my time, but I'm tired of letting the weakest people tell us how to live our, our lives. Fuck you, he says. And then he writes, meditate on and accept the idea of your own death. He continued before adding, your life will be better for it. Happy. Uh, and then fellow performer Rocky Vallarta, I like how Rocky took on the Puerto Vallarta last name there, Vallarta, appears to agree with Quinn's very bold sentiments. He shared his initial tweet with the question, why is this such a polemic, polemic thing to say? That was followed up with people claiming that Quinn was putting his own needs ahead of others, like attending a rave above human life. Quote, if he was diagnosed and needed hospitalization, he wouldn't greet it happily by saying, I'm doing it for the greater survival of humanity and and allow himself to die, one wrote in response to Rocky's question. Quote, are we supposed to be scared of death if it's certain? Honest question. I really don't understand everyone's sudden fear of dying as if it wasn't something that was going to happen either way, Rocky replied with. It goes on and on, but you know what, Rocky? I'm not ready to go yet, so speak for your fucking self and (laughs) fuck off. Jeremy, what do you think of these... Do you think it has a little, I mean, we are all sick and tired of this quarantine and this virus, but you know what? The virus isn't sick and tired of us. Are we,
2: do you think that the virus is pitting us against each other now, dividing us? I mean, I think it's only dividing certain people that really can't handle. I mean, I think also people have to really not make it about themselves. And I know that that's, Easier said than done. But, yeah. I mean, we're all going through the same exact thing, and I think it is a really good time to try and be a little bit selfless and remember that you're not the only one going through it. And I mean, even just in my town specifically, they just made a quarantine for this upcoming weekend. That I'm not a quarantine, but like a a time shelter in place. Uh, yes, a time frame in which they don't want anyone out. And so it's like 9 p.m. and uh, six uh-huh. a.m. those hours, they want everyone home and only essential personnel can be out. So, I mean, I think it's just a time to sit back, relax, shut the fuck up and really reflect on the choices that you're making personally. And just remember that everyone is going through it together and teamwork always works and just staying in touch with people and checking in with people. And I don't know, I just think it's less about you and more about what's going on in the world.
0: It seems so cavalier too, when people just go to their keyboards and type up something Mm -hmm. so cavalier, like I just stated, Mm -hmm. and not thinking about the greater good and everybody else. I know you have a lot to say, Lincoln, about this. Go.
1: Well, I think that there's a reason these people are not physicians. They're porn stars. Get educated. It it comes because it's hard to become a doctor. I don't care about what your opinion of a pandemic is unless you're a doctor. (laughs) And secondly, have you lived through an AIDS crisis? Don't think you have. So if you want to bring another one on, shut the fuck up and get off of my Mm -hmm. playground because it's just irresponsible and stupid. And just because you have an eight pack or a big dick or a bubble, butt does not mean you have a brain cell. So just, I cannot wait. You know, our moron of a president has given the permission slip to our society to say everything at any moment. And our social media platforms have let us each have a megaphone about everything that we want to say. Get an education before you open your mouth, period. If you want to go out and get COVID and drop dead, knock yourself out. Not my We're We are here for the greater good. And we will get back to a place, God willing, that we can all know that we're out for each other. We're not only out for ourselves. Right. And so and and these people did not get an education and they haven't had good leadership in their life, because I've had really good leaders that I look up to throughout the years that I would never open my mouth that way. That's just ridiculous.
0: You know, so much goes in my mind, like Taiwan, and knowing that they probably took the necessary precautions so that now they've been 200 days free of cases, and then now they can actually celebrate. They did the time, the work, and looked at the broader picture. Rocky also went and to quote, and you're going to hate this part, he goes, the amount, which... The first part I agree with. The amount of suicides has gone up, but it's not being discussed, he wrote. Poverty, economic distress, and all is being caused just so someone's grandma can live a few more years. Ugh, that part at the very end. And, you know, the first part of his statement, yes... I can't tell you by walking outside of my apartment here in Chelsea, Chelsea does not reflect the Chelsea that so many of us has known for so long because we're in a pandemic and the Nobody's rate of home yeah, heard. the rate of homelessness is on the rise. I see things on the streets that I haven't seen Since the '90s, when I first came here, early '90s, and it's scary, but it's reflective of what's going on, and I think we all have to do our part. You know, the other thing that comes to mind is I work out in my gym now with my mask, and I have a gym in the building where I live in, and I'm struck because you know, and like any building. There's a potpourri of different races, ages, and so they only allow eight people into our little small gym at any given time, and you have to sign up for it, sign the little waiver, and you get a key, and then you go down there. Well, I was, I'm was i struck by this one, I'm calling a kid, and the reason I know he's a kid, because he wore a t-shirt today that said class of... 2024. So I'm like, Oh, wow, okay, don't look at him that way. Not that I think he's, you know, it's just interesting. He walks around in the gym, and we're all required to kind of just wear the mask, wipe down equipment, so on and so forth. He actually walks around with a spray can of disinfectant and a wiper and wipes down every single thing. Why, in my mind, why he's probably doing this? like overly is probably because his parents told him, if you go down there and you wanna work out, you take this bottle with you and you wipe down everything that you touch because you are coming back into this house. In my mind, he has a sister, a mom, a father that, and they've shown him, told him stories of families. And there are stories like this where a kid went out, got the COVID virus and was asymptomatic. Brought the virus back to his family, infected his stepfather, who he lived with. The stepfather had to go to the hospital, was on a ventilator, and is now suffering, almost died. They probably, those parents probably instilled in that son, you will do this because you will not infect us. So it's not just yourself or some grandma, but even that grandma has a voice and a life. And you will be, and yeah, it's just if that kid can do it, you can do it too. And every life is valuable. I don't like this idea of putting value on certain lives. And the other last thing I'll say on this is the reality is the hospitals will become overcrowded. We don't think about, we just think that, oh, it'll pass and this. No, people will get sick. Some people will get sicker than others. And you don't know the level of virus that you're going to give or get. And I just heard this today. And the hospitals at some point are not going to be able to handle the amount of people coming in there. So if you break your arm, you might not be able to get in there because they're overflowing. So it's a ripple effect. Get out of your head and fuck off, right, everybody? Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: And especially because it's just always important to reiterate, it is airborne, but that's why we wear masks. It can stick to things, but that's why we're washing our hands all the time and we're wearing, you know, goggles if we fly or we're like there are precautions that you can just take. I agree the shutting down the whole country sucks, but it's to get control of it so that we can do things like slowly open up and have a real life. It's just it's mind numbing to me how people don't see the bigger picture.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. Moving on to a a kind of a fun story here. Do you guys remember Playgirl magazine? Of course you do, right? Yes. Or Playgirl magazine is coming back. I didn't know this. It started in 1973 and shut down in 2016. Playgirl magazine was designed for the woman in mind. Although let's face it, many of us gay men have perused at least one of its articles since it launched in the early seventies This is according to Instinct Magazine. They have articles?
1: I didn't... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, like you know, Playboy. Playboy does too. No, I just look at the pictures and I'm out. Hello. <laughs> right,
0: right. So the legendary publication, which had had many hunky covers, including people like the late Burt Reynolds, Lorenzo Lamas, Benjamin Brad. I didn't know that. I got to go back and check it out. Is back four years after its original originally folded. The street day for the first issue of the relaunch is this coming Monday, October 26th, or so. So it happened already. The title, which dates back to 1973, has a scantily clad history of putting the male form on full display, wrote interviews Mitchell Nugent. So, from 1973 to 2016, when the magazine folded, the definition and shape of masculinity have evolved tremendously. Playgirl's new editor, Jack Lindley Coons, had this to say about the fans and can expect from the mag's latest iteration. He will unveil a modern mold for the traditionally nudie magazine this month, a mold that looks beyond a simple t- uh, state of undress. Sure, the infamous Centerfield will make its comeback, but in a far more decadent way. Nudity will, of course, be a focal point, but the relaunch will also make way for thought leaders of our era, much like Playgirl once attracted contributors like Eve Yves- baptiste and Maya Angelou Lincoln, and quote. (laughs) I think one of the best things about Playgirl is it can be interpreted in so many different ways. He told Interview, whether starting from entertainment for women to moving into the 80s and the 90s that were so celebrity-focused, and then it turns into porn. I knew when I saw the early years how relevant it could be today. Jeremy, what are you thinking about this? Because when we can get our porn and our nudies pictures online easily. And you can read articles. Is this something that would interest you at all, or do you think it doesn't fit your lifestyle?
2: I mean, to be honest, it doesn't really fit my lifestyle. It's, it it sounds exciting, but I really do nowadays rely on Twitter. So it wouldn't be something that I would uh, source out or try and look for or try and read, to be honest.
0: I hear you. And I want to hear from you, Lincoln. Let me just state my opinion real quick on this one. I think I'm really excited about this because like what you're saying, Jeremy, I look to Twitter, I look to my porn sites. I think what some of these magazines did back in the day, Playboy, Playgirl, was intersperse nudity and sexual vibes with fun articles. Mm
2: -hmm. And
0: to me, if I could kind of make that transition of having sexy pictorials with like an article that stimulates my mind a little bit can maybe just make it so black and white for me that I've come to make it particularly even more recently since I'm not going out I'm much more quick to just porn hub Twitter porn and watch that and it's like full on porn porn fuck fuck and Mm -hmm. this might be a nice segue out of that to kind of and tangible as well to have something in my hands I think I'm actually for it and I might like put this on my coffee table and Pick it up on a Saturday afternoon at two o'clock with a cocktail.
1: Lincoln? I agree with you. I have, as you know, I have a Tama Finland meditation room in my apartment. And I
0: saw it. I'm <clears> lived <throat>
1: for it. And I and in that part of the design thing I did with it was I included a bunch of dirty magazines, quote unquote. And I have old honcho magazines. I have a lot of um, good old like um, magazines that I bought when I was in Europe of men's bodies of a lot of porn stars that are now 10, 15 years older than when they were on the cover of some magazines. And I like that history. And I agree with you, Steve, there are great articles mixed in with those about sexuality sometimes they're fantasy stories that are only written in a magazine and i, I i'm for it also i don't think i would get a 12 month subscription or, or yeah. you know but i would definitely pick up a copy here and there it's just like when i see a a vogue or a gq or a men's health and on the cover it has someone that i really or a vanity fair it has someone on the cover that i really like or there's an article or a writer in there that i really like and i want to keep that around so i do and i also think things that we can hold and you know like it can't all be digital we're we're staring at our screens these days i think i've said this before on the show because i've heard it From some doctors, like doctors with education, (laughs) like I was saying before, that they are saying that we don't know the long-term effects. We don't know the long-term effects of if you get COVID, what it's going to do in 5, 10, 15 years. We also don't know what are the long-term effects of looking at the same screen for your school, for your entertainment, for your family meetings, for your Zoom meetings, for your porn for Like, if you're looking at the same thing, what is that doing to your brain? Right. So again, if you pick up an actual magazine with a cocktail, and you don't have that light blaring at you from the background, and, like- it, and it's also not so um, uh, dismissible. Right. You can't just delete an email and it's gone forever. It's a magazine that has paper and texture and and who, like, one of my favorite things to do is to pick up one of the old magazines I have in the Tom of Finland and just look at the ads. You know, there's ads in there right. for 80s and eight that, And Tom numbers. of Finland
0: is art too. Oh, totally, I love those ads. Totally, totally. Tom of Finland to me is art and oftentimes a, pic, a pictorial, I know Jeremy, you were talking a minute ago about a pictorial that J-Lo had did and You know, there's some artistic value in that, that I don't know always is, now porn stars might get mad at me for saying this, but at least, I don't know that it's really art always in full on fucking, it could be, but I think I would be more inclined, after hearing both of you, to actually put the playgirl, and even if my mom came over, I might Mm -hmm. just leave that playgirl sitting there. Now, what I would not do is some of the porn that I watch would not have it open on my screen in the event that my mom would actually, hey, what's this? No, no, no that would not be on my screen. So there's a little bit of that segue. I know, Jeremy, you've helped me open up the Madonna sex book to certain pictures. Yeah, and I keep it. And for inspiration, I've taken you did this. It's such Jeremy gave me a great uh, home decorating thing that if you've got a coffee table book, and I've got a bunch of these holders for them, that you can open them up to certain pages. Jeremy came up with this idea I don't know if you just thought of this on your own, but opening it up to different pages of the book. And it's like new art. When you're tired of that page, open it up to page 48 next time.
2: I've also always loved those books because they are just so interesting. And it's good when you have people over to for conversation, because it's definitely like, an talking point and it's also like changing artwork out. I love that.
0: Thank you for teaching me that because I've, I've taken that. Thanks for playing. Take this week's poll. All of our questions are based on our hot gay sex topics. We're talking. About, we're going to be asking you about: um, Are you ready for Playgirl? Are you into it or not? Did you think Lady Gaga missed the mark? And should porn stars uh, be blocked for some of the things that they're saying about COVID? Go to Patreon.com forward slash Talk About Gay Sex and and that's just free to do to take our poll and then we'll report back on it but if you want to scroll around on there and you might see something you like one of the things that we offer is our weekly new tags after show and i'll be talking even more about the boy that i saw this week in the my kettlebell <laughs> class and so much more it's the tags after show on our patreon page lastly i am live wednesday, this wednesday for uh for tags live at 9 p.m. Eastern time on Get Vocal Platform. You can get all the information on tagspodcast.com. And this week I have a special guest who created a porta glory. It's a portable glory hole that anybody can put up. And he created it during this pandemic. Isn't that interesting, guys?
1: Wow. Nice. That's cool. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, exactly. That's gonna go on our list. And the three of us have got an upcoming list of things by you can get for the Christmas season for somebody who's naughty or nice on your list and we're going to be presenting them in the next couple of weeks for you to maybe get some discounts on them too as well. So thank you Jeremy Ross Lopez. You can follow Jeremy at jrosslopez on Instagram. Thank you Lincoln. You can follow Lincoln at madlincoln or also his protein bakery at proteinbakery. Thank you, guys. This has been awesome. And keep your fingers
1: crossed about the election. Deep breaths, everybody. It's going to be okay.
0: (laughs) All right. Be safe. Wear your mask, but keep it sexy. And we'll talk to you soon.
1: Talk next week.